Hey, it's Brittany. Thank you for tuning in. So let's just jump right into a testimony of faith. So in December 10th, 2011, no, 2010, no, 2006, actually, <laughs> um, my life was literally radically changed and wrecked by God. I was no longer the same person after that day. And for some listening, that may even be hard to internalize or understand. But keep listening. I want you to kind of just hear my testimony. It is a beautiful story of God's love, God's forgiveness, God's faithfulness, and where I was prior to really receiving him. So uh, this happened December 10th, 2006. So December 9th. I was at work and there was a lady at work and at this time I was living in Atlanta, Georgia. I had moved down to Atlanta from Detroit, Michigan that September. I was 20 at that time and turned 21 um, within the time of being there. And so I was 21 years old living in Atlanta, working in a kitchen of a nursing home. Um, really unhappy with life. You know, I thought moving to Atlanta would kind of fulfill this void that I had or this unhappiness or this quote-unquote depression even though back then um it wasn't really you didn't really talk about depression you just kind of kept going yeah I was just not happy at that moment and in time and I was at at work and there was a lady there and her name was Shirley we called her Miss Shirley and she was a praying woman. She loved Jesus. She would pray. She was loud. She was Southern. She was country. But um, she was so sweet and so graceful. And I remember her praying. And she said to me, you keep on running. And there's a calling on your life. And um, you need to stop running and just submit to this calling. And so, to be honest, I had no idea what that meant. I mean, I had... I think I had received God when I was, or Jesus, when I was in college <laughs> at one of those like gospel concerts type of thing. I remember like someone prayed for me at that time, which was, I guess, two years prior to 2006 or maybe 2004. And I was like, y'all, I've been delivered. I'm so delivered because I felt this, this, this exchange take place where I felt like I was just like overwhelmed with joy. But it didn't last, and I know why it didn't last now, but I'm going to stay with the testimony first before even going to that. Um, it didn't last. And so anyway, I saw myself back in cycles, back sleeping around, back with the same boyfriend, back dealing with some of the same things that I had been dealing with, you know, for however long. That December 9th, she prayed that prayer. So December 10th, I'm just like, okay, so guy, you said I'm running. What's up? Like... I was in the shower because, you know, shower prayers are the best prayers, some of the best prayers. It's weird because I was 21 and yet I couldn't see a future for myself. And I just kind of said just to him, like, I don't see myself in the future. Like, I don't I don't see a destiny for myself. And I just said, you know, if you're real, then you would kind of come to me you'd show me that you're real because right now I don't think you're real I don't think you love me I don't think there's a plan for me I got out of the shower obviously and I had two roommates at this time and I just was like you know I'm gonna put on some like 
Christian music and just kind of just, you know, let that play because I'm in a weird space. And so I didn't know how to do church. I grew up in church. I knew how to play church, but it wasn't it was never really real to me but I wanted it to be real you know um, I was trying to conjure up something <laughs> that's the best way to describe it just like kind of like conjure up like how to get God to show up on the scene um, and I think my heart was in the right place because I didn't really know and this is a very true story within the next 10 minutes someone knocks on our door her name was Priscilla and she says I want to touch and agree and I had no idea what that meant. I'm like, okay. She's like, I want to pray for you. And I'm just like, okay. So we let her in. And I might have seen her in passing, but but I hadn't really seen her. I didn't know her. She was definitely a stranger. I sensed that she wanted to pray for us. I was asking God if he was real. So, okay, maybe this is God. And she's like, I just want to just pray for you guys. So she began to pray. Let me tell you. I don't even have my tissue next to me, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to cry. <laughs> so anyway, she begins to pray. And oh my gosh, there was this weight. And I don't know if you're listening, you work out. So imagine carrying weight. Imagine a weight on your back. And imagine someone literally taking that weight off of your back and off of your shoulders. And then replacing that weight within a excess overflow amount of peace of joy of love of happiness so i remember as she was praying for me i literally sensed a very quick exchange take place back to the moment when i was in college and i believe i had got quote unquote delivered and i was overwhelmingly joyful I was like, oh my gosh, I'm happy again. That was that was the best verbiage I had for what had taken place. But I was like, I'm happy again. Oh my gosh. I was literally running around the apartment. And my roommate can like testify to this. Like I was running around like, I'm happy again. Thank you, God. I'm happy again. I'm happy again. I never want to lose this feeling. I never want to lose this feeling. And I know now having understanding of it when you're not with god there's this uncertainty but when you have him even in the midst of life even in the midst of circumstances even when things aren't going right you have this surety you have this confidence that he is with you and so to not have that to be kind of like in a dark place then to immediately have that overwhelming overflow of joy of love of peace was something that I never wanted to let go of again as she was praying she looks at me and she says there's someone you're with and she said I see tattoos so at this moment she is definitely a, just definitely allowing God to use her and to speak. He's literally speaking through her, but to me about my current situation. And this is called prophecy. I had no idea what this was. I wasn't familiar to it. Like I said, I'm from a Baptist church and they don't do stuff like this. They don't, they don't talk about this. They don't talk about like the Holy Spirit. Um, and so anyhow, she's like, I see someone with tattoos and she said that he's angry with God. He's mad at God. He's 
so mad at God. He actually hates God. He said, I hate you. And I'm just like, okay, this is getting really freaky. <laughs> because I was definitely in a relationship with, with someone who had tattoos. She even said, I see long hair. He had braids. He didn't have dreads, but he had like single braids. I'm just like listening to her. And she's like, you need to let go of him. She said, you need to let go of him and you need to stop seeing him. I was just like, okay. So then she began to say, the person who God has for you is going to love you. He's going to treat you like a queen. He's going to hold you up. She said, the two of you are going to birth many to Christ. Now she's saying all of these things. I have no idea what this terminology is. Birth many to Christ. Okay, he's going to treat me like a queen. Like, you know, I understood that part. Like, yes, oh yes, a husband, treat me like a queen. I'm not going to want for anything. He's going to hold me up. He's going to be amazing. Like, yes, birth many to Christ. I don't know what that means, but I'm just like, I receive all of this. I want all of what you're saying for me. And then she began to pray for my roommate. After this time of her praying, she's like, she came she became a kind of like a spiritual mentor to us like she'd come she'd have bible studies and then um she said you know you need to get a part of a church and so i but i found this church and it was connected to a church that i kind of attended when i lived in michigan i started going to the church and i just really at this moment wanted every single thing that god had for me and I joined the church, got involved. And so I'm sharing this because, you know, I was, in my eyes, I was a silent wreck. You know, I was um, sleeping around to get like this fulfillment. I was secretly just not happy. But um, by nature, I'm still encouraging. By nature, I'm still um, loving people to the best of my ability. At this time, I was was really sad, and I, I had this fear that I would die prematurely of a disease. Um, and so that night um, when she came to our apartment, she said the previous night before, she had been praying, and she saw death wanted to drop over someone. And she got up and she began to pray. As she was praying, she saw it lifted. And then that night when she was talking, she said it was you that I was praying for. And so um, I thank God because, you know, um, where I am today, I could not see at 20. And sometimes it's hard to see beyond where you're at because you're clouded with doubt and fear, insecurity, failures, and maybe things that you've done. But the beauty of God, the beauty of Jesus is that Jesus literally died so that we don't have to carry the weight of life. And God loves us so much that he sent his son, Jesus, for us. And God loves us so much that he's never, ever saying in the middle of our mess, like, you raggedy <laughs> you are a failure i don't want to have nothing to do with you i want you to try to clean yourself up then come to me then i might look at you he's like listen daughter listen son i love you where you're at i have a plan for you 
I want you. I want you to experience a life of overwhelming love, of overwhelming peace. I want to exchange for you what you're dealing with and give you something greater that will keep you, that will sustain you, that will carry you. My strength, my love, my joy, my peace, my kindness. As when I decide to live for God and live for Jesus, there was this walking out of understanding who I am. Now, the great exchange took place where I was overwhelmed by the goodness and grace and love of God. But I began this beautiful journey of learning who I am in him, not what I was. When you grow up a certain way and you experience certain things, it's easy to say, I'm so dirty, you know. Oh my gosh, this happened to me. It can be challenging, I would say, to see yourself as he sees him. And so as I began to read the Bible, as I began to surround myself with community, surround myself with people that will encourage me um, on this journey to discovering who God was to me and who I was in him, things began to unfold and I'm still on this journey with him. Uh, if you're listening today, I want you to know that God absolutely loves you exactly where you are. He has a plan for you. He wants you to experience a life of freedom in him. And it is possible. And it's so simple as saying, God, I want more of you. Show me who you are. Reveal yourself to me. And he'll do it, especially if you want it. Sometimes I think we want God and we want to hold on to what the familiar is because we're scared of letting go because we don't know what the future holds. But oftentimes he's just saying, trust me. And this is, and that's the thing. When you follow God, it's literally a life of faith and a life of trust. Faith that he has something more. Trust that he's going to do exactly what he says. And I've learned the more time that I spend in prayer or reading the Bible, the more I'm able to hear his voice and quiet my own and let go of things that seem comfortable and familiar. If you're listening to this and you clicked on this, maybe because you know me or maybe you don't know me, the title just caught your attention. Know that you are not alone in this journey. Know that God is for you. Know that he is real. Keep being encouraged. Keep being inspired and know that there is someone who's always on your side. There is someone who will always be with you. Even when you feel alone, even when you feel like, oh my gosh, I'm by myself. There is someone greater working alongside you and know that some of those dreams and desires that are in your heart are not just you conjuring them up. They're because God has placed them in you and he wants you to fulfill those things. He's also saying, trust me. And so I hope that you are encouraged today. I'm so looking forward to this unfiltered podcast and what will unravel and how we'll be encouraged. And I just want to say this podcast is encouraging me. Just remembering what he did in that moment is encouraging me. And that's why I get so overwhelmed and emotional when I talk about it, because the goodness of God will always overwhelm you. You cannot run away from his goodness it's ever present so guys thank you so much for listening this is just the beginning of a really beautiful journey of faith we're all going to get our faith up we're all going to be encouraged we're all going to strive for more from him until next time bye